Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of No Rogues Barred here on the Rogue Opinions podcasting feed. Hopefully, we can get this one out not too long after you've heard Rian's episode, because I like having you back catalog, but also like to keep these semi regular. So good for you. You've got two episodes of No Rogues Barred so close together after so long. Aren't you just a time to be alive for you people listening? So, much like the Rian episode, I've got a guest who, at the time recording, we haven't really heard on Rogue Pines Airways in a little while. We haven't had to hear his, you know, his luscious tones or whatever you call it, whatever the phrase is. But you know, I'm like a proper, you know, investigative journalist. I've been looking for these people you haven't heard of in a while, and I'm just bringing them out of hiding. Like, come on, tell us, where have you been? What have you been up to? And my guest today is the man who has one of the greatest love-hate relationships in the world of podcasting alongside our very own Liam. He is Reese Saunders. Hello, Reese. Welcome back. Uh, hello, Scott. Thank you very much. I'm just going to put this out there. Nobody's ever called the Birmingham accent luscious. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out what the actual phrase was, so the word luscious just came, sprung to my head. Uh, common, scummy... <laughs> disgusting yeah I, I accept all those words but no um thank you for having me um, for a while we've tried to get this to get this uh, done for, mm-hmm. i think i think it's been a very long time um and also um i just want to say this straight out the ga- uh, gate liam's a cunt <laughs> there we are there we are <laughs> Let, let's just talk about you and liam like I say there's a love-hate relationship. He kind of loves you, and you very much hate him. Uh, I referenced on the Rian episode that we did like a wee watch along, but we didn't record it. It was just us all watching the Rumble together over Skype. And the majority of that, I'd say a good 40% of, of that watch along was you just telling Liam to shut the fuck up. Yeah, because he was like ahead of us. So this is the thing, because we, we were all watching like, different legal, legal uh, streams. Um, sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay my nine ninety nine a month, and um, Liam was forty seconds ahead of us. So obviously, watching the rumble, it's really annoying hearing someone go, oh, "Oh, I can't believe this!" Every fucking minute and a half, he's ahead of us. And again, it was like, "Would you just shut the fuck up, or I'm going to mute you?" <laughs> it, it it got to a point where he knew it was annoying us, so he just did it with every rumble entrant, no matter who it was, like. Even if it was fucking Tamina coming in. Hey, 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 you leave that goddess alone. <laughs> she she is my favourite. No, it did, it, it did. It ruined... I think it ruined um, Christian coming back. Because he was ahead of us. He just went, oh, Christian went, why are you saying this? <laughs> <laughs> and bear in mind, it was, like, it was like, I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. I had a beer. My, ha- my family were asleep, and I'm trying really hard not to just shout very loud. Uh, Liam, you care? I'm going to come to your house and beat you up during a <laughs> pandemic. Because I guarantee, beating Liam up and getting COVID would have been the best thing. <laughs> it, it would be worth the risk. Like, I'll take the two weeks of isolation. And just, I'll sit here in one chair for two whole weeks and think about me play that moment again and again. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's a lovely thing. But then, bear in mind, if I could. See, uh, do, do, do I be the, the, the character or do I be the normal one? Um, ah, fuck it, I'll be the normal one. Honestly, I, I, I do like Liv. I do. 
He's funny. I do like him a lot. Uh, the fact that we are so random in our podcasting things. I mean, we, we did a show for a couple of weeks called Raccoons on Tour. I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> Raccoons on Tour was <laughs> just a clusterfuck. <laughs> it sounds like... And then, uh, Still like the title of a show that the fucking cast of Top Gear would would have pitched, like a weird random, where they run about the countryside looking for raccoons. But this is the thing, it just genuinely came out of nowhere, because for some unknown reason, Liam decided to have a character where he, he played a character where he loved animals a little bit too much, and um, <laughs> we ran with it for a while, and then there was a whole um, banner made up for it of, because it was a, it was a quiz show, first and foremost. It was, it was a because Liam was going to beat me in quizzes, and as as we know, Liam is shit at quizzes. Unless you have his trusty friend Google, because I I'm convinced that second wrestling quiz he was googling somehow, but like, like when you don't want your teacher to know you've been cheating, he still didn't use it to win. He came in second. I see. I, I, I still guarantee he, he, he was. Yeah, I agree. With you. He was. He was googling this shit, but. But then, if we could just go back to one of Liam's greatest quiz moments, though, the fact is that he asked you, you asked us a question. I think it was about Seinfeld or something, or Fraser or something like that. And just Liam comes out with um, your mom's gangbangs, and f- for a good minute and a half, me and Carl died. <laughs> I, I I I was kicked out of the call because I was laughing that hard. <laughs> I kicked Liam out twice. <laughs> <laughs> Liam got kicked out. Carl died. We, Carl, I mean, at his age, to be breathing like that was a, was a cheesy, it was a scary moment. And then uh, I I had a stitch, I double stitched from that moment, like one side of my, one side of my side killed. And then I managed to stretch it and the other side started hurting. Ah, oh, it was a good, a good side, but it was just solid laughing at that. And then he sent it in the, 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 the group chat a couple of months ago and I played it again and I cried again. <laughs> I was in Starbucks crying. Uh, Carl at his age, you know, he was laughing that much. We were this close to having the nurse go over and give him an oxygen mask <laughs> before he keeled over. And I, I kind of couldn't see, I know obviously we're over like an audio form over Skype, we couldn't see each other. But I had to look at my face where I wanted to kind of laugh because it was so random and out of nowhere. But it also annoyed me, what more, more annoyed me than the, than the comment itself. It was just how funny everyone else found out. Like, I, I just, I just listened to you lot like, okay, it wasn't that funny. Like, I need to take an example here. Fuck off, William, off he goes. <laughs> While we were recording, just... <laughs> it, it, it was more nice just going... <laughs> like, he, he was like, I think he was done at that point speaking to me, Liam and Carl, at that point. <laughs> because, because I don't, I don't know if you noticed this. That there was a bit where it was like it was there was two sides of Roger Pins. There was there was a serious side of like you, Nathan, and Ben, etc. And then there was the silly dickhead side, and it was me, Carl, and Liam. I don't and know how was, you can call. I don't know how you can call this side the serious side. Nathan I, and Ben have a have a podcast called the Naked Men Podcast. <laughs> What I mean by that is they wasn't saying the controversial things that me and Liam were saying <laughs> at this point. Like, did they have a character called Jeeves that lived in a dildo dome? Oh, I forgot about Jeeves. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This was like peak lockdown, and we were we we were having it was a dildo dome, uh, the wall of Willie's, um, 
the path of penis. Um, and it was just, it was just relentless how bad it got to the point where we had to tell Liam to retire Chiefs. <laughs> because even I was getting like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? <laughs> not again, not again. I don't want to do this again. Get get to the point where either Jeeves retires or we all have to because we'll have no yeah. more podcasts. Oh, but that, that's the, I mean, this this in the, all of Rookie Premium's episodes, there's only one that has an explicit um, symbol next to it on Spotify. And Which that, one is that? that? It's a podcast that me and Liv did with uh, with Assad. It was about the 10, 10 controversial WWE moments. And at that point, they were in Saudi Arabia. And I, I think me, it was either me or Liv, but we made a really, really bad joke about Saudi Arabia. I think he got kept in. And uh, oh, I, <laughs> listening to it back, it's just... <laughs> it's brilliant. But as I said, there's only one episode with that explicit... Um, tag next to it. So, but no. If, but then I will say this: the podcast with Liam and Carl probably is the best thing that I, I've done. It's it's lovely. I love doing it with them. It's great. So I like Liam. There we are. That, that, there's the thing. I hate him and I love him at the same time. <laughs> and there's nobody you hate more than your friends. I think that's a different way oh, yeah. of putting it. Oh, it is. I, I, because he keeps he keeps he keeps mentioning oh you know about, uh, obviously my, my girlfriend and all that he said oh you know I left to meet her he is the one person I do not want anywhere near my girlfriend and it's because I'm scared about what he would say and who which who would turn up would it be the Jeeves Liam or would it be normal Liam I think he'd be the kind of person to act normal for the first few times that he meets them and then. They'll just overhear the real Liam just off and be like, is this what is this what he's usually like? Like, yes. Now you've got a glimpse behind the mask. <laughs> Did you hear about how we got put together? Not not just for Rogue Opinions, but it was before Rogue Opinions, it was. Um obviously we how we met, you know how we met during that ill fated thing. I'm not gonna say the name because it brings me depression. But um, okay. I mean, we have said we have said the name on other people's episodes of this, but if you don't want to say that's fine. We'll just say, well, let's give a funny name to the other place, the Phantom Zone. When you and Liam were paired together in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, yeah, that, that just makes that's that, that's perfect. That is. Um, so it was going to be me and Asa, but then because me and Asa are both from Birmingham, we needed a. I think the word was <laughs> the word it was. We needed a posh sounding voice next to ours. And we 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 paired with Liam. And but the first the first couple were just a they were a shit show and then and then we found our stride and then Liam just said some really questionable things. I think the third <laughs> time we spoke about each other, he showed us a prolapse anus. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you can imagine me and Asa the like this going, oh for fuck's sake, Liam. And he, he kept sending things during the recording as well to put us off. Because I remember like meeting Liam the first time we did like one podcast together when I first started at that place. And then I just started doing stuff more stuff with Nathan. And that's how we got, I got brought in over here to Rogue Opinions. Mm. But 
I remember Liam coming off fairly normal. Maybe he was acting. I don't remember exactly what he was like. Like, but he seemed normal to me when I met him uh, for that point. Because it was the first time we spoke was right before we recorded it. And so then getting to do a couple of podcasts with him on Lorga Pines, I'm just like, was he always like this? Like, where the fuck yes. did this Liam come from? Was he possessed at any point? Well, this is the thing. I I made the call to bring Liam over because. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously did Bad to Munich with Rahul and then that went away because he left and then me and Carl I'm still trying to track him down I'm still trying to track him down for this show oh fucking hell if you can get him to come back I'll give you a million Scottish pounds Um... (laughs) I've been been sending scouts to the farthest reaches of this globe and no one can seem to find him is he did he he come to Sheffield in the end or not we're getting tangents we're getting tangents um so me and Carl would look we do bad to Munich and we we need I said what well, we get a third one in. And I knew Liam was interested in football, obviously being a last fan of So I messaged him and said, Look, do you want to do it? And he was um he said, Yeah, all right, I'll do it. And then I, I, just the first show we did, it just and this is no slight of Rahul. It's not because me and Rahul butted heads. Because as you I'm not I'm not a controversial figure. I listen to all people and I listen to other people's opinions. I'm a I'm a mm. I'm an easy go chap. I can't say that loud. But Liam <laughs> came in and it gelled immediately. Look, the, the three of us just, you know, you, you know, you just find a group that's really good. It gelled immediately. And it was honestly, it was lovely. Yeah. And we just, we, we stuck together. And then I gave it up. I did. Is, and because you, and, you have had some time away, like a few years where you've been away from, from old fans for, for various reasons. Do you want to maybe tell us a little bit about that, about, you know the reasons why you we kind of heard from you so kind of infrequently over the last little while. Uh, a couple of reasons. One, life went back to normal, so obviously you know during a lockdown it was so easy just to do things because everybody was doing nothing, so it was easy to create yeah. things and just speak about things and organize podcasts and stuff like that. So it was a lot easier. I mean, obviously you know, the one podcast I did, the, my drunken quiz, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember, I don't remember at all doing that podcast. And when it come out, I went, oh, fuck. And I listened to it, I went, oh, no, I sound like a right to I was, I was steaming, but for majority of it. Uh, second reason is um, Twitch. I started doing more on there because um, I, I, I did some recordings with some people that are part of a, a Twitch um, community or Discord community that I, I, I was lucky to get myself into and I did Twitch and it was just, it, it was easy to do that because it was on my terms, I could do what I wanted so I can do right, okay I'm going to do this I'm going to do this at that time and with so and so and everything like it was a lot easier and then the third reason is my girlfriend it was mm-hmm. I, I, you know I've been with, I got with her this time last year and it's just, it was finding time to do it as well. And whenever I did find time, it was, I, I loved it. It was nice just having that, having that bug back when I did it. So I did a couple, I did one with Liam, I did one with, I would do some with Liam and Carl. And it was just nice having that, that bug back for it. And that's why, you know, I, you know, I would do Bad to Munich again. Yeah, it's my favourite podcast in Rogue Pines, you know, with, with Naked Men coming a close second and being <laughs> the most genuine I can possibly be. 
<laughs> no, no, I know, I, I know it's not for you because we talk about your mom. And I mean, yeah. I would know that if I listened. <laughs> no, you would, but then that, that was the reason why I went away because I lost the love for football. I did, and it was just getting, it was just getting tedious to talk about one thing every week, and um, especially when you're not enjoying the, the the thing you're talking about. So I had a year away from doing it. I've had I've had a full year away from talking about football, and it was. It was nice. It was nice. I missed it, obviously. I miss it sometimes. And, you know, I still watch football and stuff like that. But it was just nice to not have to talk about it. And I think with what, you know, with the, with the new plans going forward for it, I'm actually generally looking forward to doing it again. Oh, that's good to hear. It's nice, you know, you can be, you know, optimistic about the stuff that you're doing. Because it, it did feel for a while there was like an inconsistent period of you got you, Liam or Carl, doing. No, Banjo Munich, and every so often a tier one you say, well, it's because so and so doesn't want to do it because his team's doing shit. <laughs> it seems to me like none was... of you could get a team that would support a team that was doing somewhat well. So, like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, that's what it was. But I mean, it, it was a really joke, but that genuinely was the reason that like, we just didn't want to talk about it. And it was, as I said, it felt like just we forced ourselves, and some weeks I didn't want to be there to do it. So, I let Liam take charge. That was the worst thing I ever did was let Liam take charge because it was, oh, God, it was shit. And then uh, I told him, I said, mate, you're not doing this again. You leave my baby alone. And then, and then Carl and Liam did one. Uh, they did one this season. You know, it was lovely to listen to. But then I was, when they were talking, and because I, I you know, I was so used to talking football with them, I was, put, I, was, I was saying things on there going, but I'm not doing the recording with them. Why am I speaking at this point? <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> shut up shut up and listen stop stop trying to get your stupid opinion in and listen <laughs> um and one thing i do i do miss and this is uh you know if you were if you well actually no i'll let you talk to me at 501 I'll, I'll let you yeah my uh my my, my series i had on my own yeah room room 501 you know a groundbreaking concept that nobody in the history of radio no. podcasting television no one I'd ever come up with that concept before. Like, how how do you do it? How do you come up with these groundbreaking concepts in the world of podcasting? Honestly, Scott, if you listen carefully, you can hear my genius. It's it has, it, you can you can feel it. It's a gravitational pull. And no, I, I was I, I, okay. We all know this popular show, Room One Hundred One, and then there was Straight to Hell sort of thing. I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, let's just, it it's a fun concept. But I'm not going to keep it to like one thing. Well, so I just want to pick wherever you want. And I, yeah. genuinely did, I genuinely didn't think it would get the attention it did. And it did. It, it did well. You know, I had Nathan. Nathan was the first guest. And I had all of you messaging me going, God, can we do one? Can we do one of this? Can, can we get me involved? I went, yeah, fine. We'll do it. And that, that's the thing with lockdown. Is I, was so, I was able. I had like a backlog of like 20. <laughs> I did. I had 20 things. And we, we voyaged you. No, most the like best regular show that we had at the second anniversary awards, and then ironically, you didn't do one for a long time after that. Like we all, I think a couple of us were joking internally, like he just decided to retire on top as soon as he got the award. Like, thank you, bitches, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I mean, to be honest, I, I was I didn't expect it at all. But you know, he said, oh, you know, you get best uh, week long. So I went, I done for like three months. <laughs> I, I do say that the, the last one I did. I, I didn't like the last one I did um, because you know circumstances outside of the thing I can't really go into it but 
I, I, the ones I did, the ones that I really enjoyed doing, you know, they were a proper laugh. I mean, you know, a few springs to mind. Jesse springs to mind. When we just had a cry about toes of ants. And Carl trying to, you know, beer bellies with Carl. Oh, um, wait, Carl, to that point, when I was listening to it, I was just walking in the street on my way home from a, from a mate's house and just in the street, I'm pissing myself laughing because, like, I'd never heard Carl that pent up and that angry. <laughs> and then just have him, put your bloody beer belly. So, uh, that's, my, that's my impression of Carl. I think it's spot on, you'll find. It, it is. When, when Carl gets passionate, yeah, it, Carl gets passionate. And I could, I went, I went, oh, God, I can't say no to this one because I can't even agree with it again. I have a beer belly. So, <laughs> I like getting my neck sometimes. <laughs> the, only, uh, the only other time I've heard him that animated is when we reviewed a certain Marvel film and a woman he is too much of a of a love for got killed off. Oh, God. Oh, poor uh, Carl. <laughs> poor Carl. It's not been easy, an easy life for him no. over these many, many decades. Uh, no, I mean, decades, centuries. Oh yes, I was trying to be nice, but all right. But yeah. the funny thing about Room Five Hundred One is that I didn't think me of all people would have what people are still talking about is one of the most controversial cats. Uh, episodes because I I tried to put cats in and I yeah really didn't think about the whole metaphor of the burning burning burn of everything like I thought it was metaphor. I didn't think I, I tried to tell Carl still occasion I didn't literally want to put all cats into a big <laughs> ball of fire. I'm just not a cat person. And I knew going into that, that out of the five I had, that was going to be the one I had to fight for. Mm. I mean, so it was never going to happen because I love cats. So <laughs> it was never, ever going to happen. But then you look at the guests. I've, Finn Martin was a really good one to do. I really enjoyed that podcast with Finn. Um, oh, yeah. I remember when you told everybody in the chat that you got everybody was like, was very excited about that one. And, you know, looking back at it, I, I should have just changed my game plan on the fly. I went, cats, not the... Not the animals, the film. <laughs> no, you should have, but then it was a really, because the thing is, I was, I get a lot of nerves about doing that because of who he is, you know, Power Slam dude and, you know, does podcasts with ITR and so I was a bit nervous and then we did it and he made me feel, you know, relaxed. We had a 40 minute conversation about wrestling to begin with and then we got into the thing and it was great and then we had KJ's done it as well. That was a great one. And then I, I will say this, I did have Conrad Thompson lined up to do it. Oh, so well, the busiest man Thompson. in the whole world. I don't know how you would have managed to fit that into his schedule with trying to arrange like well, this is somebody else's final match, even though he definitely shouldn't be in the ring. No, that was shocking. That was Jesus Christ. I watched it like, the other day, and I, I, honestly, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I've been trying to watch it, but the link I, I'm trying to watch it keeps buffering every other match like on the undercard. So it's buffering during the good matches. I think it's secretly trying to tell me, don't like stop don't here, it. like don't go any further, don't watch what happens to play. Yeah, yeah. I've I've watched it and it's it it's tragic. That's all I'm gonna say, it's tragic. But um <laughs> going back to so round about time I got Finn Martin to do it. Out of the blue, I just I, I message I messaged Comrade Thompson to her. I DM him on Twitter saying, look, would you be interested in doing this? Uh, I sent him a couple of episodes for it, and he got, he got back to me, he listened to me. He said, I really enjoy the concept. Um, would you be up for doing so-so date? So we, we organised a date. We got to it, and then it just fell through. We we organized, we reorganised like four times. And every day, 
it fell through because you know as you said he's the busiest man in the world and you know I'm yeah but it would have been great if I if I got him on, if I got him on but you know it was it was a long shot to be you but to be the fact I had it organized four times you know <laughs> it was good <laughs> it would have been good and you know you never know never say never it might happen still at some point but okay thanks to a question I have like Hey, that you are, what you, you brought by Manchester Munich bag, everything. Well, we see what is the likely we will see room 501, you know, to return to for maybe become a two time best regular show <laughs> award winner. Um, I want to do it, I want to do it again. And it's, but it's, it, it, it's for me, it's finding, it's asking people again to do it because I guarantee, I mean, you know. I guarantee if I asked you lot to do it again, it'd be pretty good because I can imagine you caught with five things immediately. Because oh, yeah. I think with that, it, I actually, it was chopping and changing because I'm the only one who got six. <laughs> I got six out of six on mine because, you know, it's my show when I can. But <laughs> it, it was hard to narrow it down to six. Um, so I probably would do it. I, I probably would do it again. Um, it's just, I said, finding the time to do it and also. I'll find the time for you guys as well to do it because I think I probably would keep it just us and then branch out because I've got some other friends of mine that would, wouldn't mind doing it. Um, so I'm, I may get them involved. I may get them involved as well. And also, I may get my girlfriend involved. And just hope that one of the five things isn't something that you've done. Oh, it's good. mate, I'm number one. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to get binned off during your own show the big finale of Room 501 is you being uh, sent into the barrel bed of destiny I, uh, I ain't gonna lie I, I, if, she, if she didn't put me in I'd question why I'm not in there <laughs> because I'm a pain in the arse to live with she's like you've chosen not to I need to sit down and be a valley what kind of person <laughs> I, <laughs> I brought hey, myself mate, mate for today's this podcast I've kicked her to the bedroom so I can do the podcast in the living room <laughs> <laughs> and people can say, "Oh, you're harsh." No, it's just, yeah. Just, well, just, not, well, not harsh. As long as he literally didn't literally kick her towards the bedroom. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I just like I, I just hinted like ever so slightly. It's like go to the bedroom, please. No, no. Could you could you possibly you know sky cross? Yeah, off you go. See, I've, I've said that once and she, she hit me. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say that again. I said it in a really go to Oh, would you kindly fuck off? And she went, What? And she hit me. So, yeah. I'm not trying that again. Look, <laughs> uh, like with Room 501, you got a few people that you, that you met go through doing Twitch and everything, and yeah, to go back to the Twitch thing you said, uh, I do kind of had an interest in potentially doing more Twitch stuff. How did you find, you know, when you got to do it? I was lucky. The fact that I had uh, a community before I started doing it. So, you know, very quickly I managed to get, I meet all the goals that required to, you know, get monetization and everything like that, and I see it. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking massive. I sit covered in 120 odd followers, which is, you know, <laughs> nice. No, I do. This thing. I'm not. I don't expect to have like fucking thousands and thousands of days. I don't really care. I, I stream before, before you know, life went to normal because of like jobs and shit like that. I was streaming every week, and I was doing like four streams a week, and I was pulling in 
a decent amount of people, like 30, 40 people sometimes. And then we did, um, then we did a stream for Cultaholic. Well, not, it was Cultaholic helped us. Mm-hmm. It was called Streamaholic. We raised money for Stonewall. Yes. And majority of my followers came from there again because obviously they're part of Cultaholic, so they just followed it up and then, you know. And then, um, I, I've now, but things are, with, with what I do, I create like a niche thing for myself. Like I can't do any of the games. Because <laughs> I, with, with my, with the Twitch community and the Discord community that I'm part of, I create a roster of us lot. Mm-hmm. And on, on, on WWE, uh, 2K, I play 2K20. And uh, uh-huh. I, I, I persevered with 2K20 for two years. No, for, You're for, a river man than I. Oh, I regret doing that. Things like, I had 2K19 in my library, and I chose to do 20. <laughs> uh, but then I've I got, I got 22 now, and we start. I started that a year ago. Yeah, God, it was a year ago. And then we did. So, not I, I, the concept occurred on my own. Are you ready for this? All on my own. This is Scott. Uh, Money right. in the bank. I created that on my own. Sure. <laughs> um, do you want to know the rules about money in the bank? Please do tell. Um, if you win, uh, the, see, it's a briefcase suspended, and you have to climb a ladder to get it. And if you win it, you get to, you, uh, to cash it in at any time in the, in the, next, in the following year to get a Shit title. That, that was, I know, I know, like original. And then the second one I came up with uh, was called the Royal Rumble. Now, the Royal Rumble um, was there's 30 people. Um, and the only way you can get eliminated from this match is by being thrown over the top rope. Please, 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 please. My penis can only get so erect. I know, I know, I know. Scott, I can, I can see it from here somehow. And then... <laughs> the shining beacon then, all the way from Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one. I, are you sitting down? Well, I have to be. I'm, I'm a blood thrust to somewhere else now after all these examples you've been reading now. <laughs> All I'm going to get in my head is the, the South Park meme of when he just juices everywhere. Um, it's something called WrestleMania. Wow. Now, WrestleMania was like, it was set. Um, it's like set in a massive stadium. Like, there was like 80,000 people there. Um, and it's a combination of like storylines. It all ends at WrestleMania. And I, I coined it the granddaddy of them all. And yeah. I know. How do you do at home? I, I, I told you, my my genius just yeah, it, it, it staggers everything. And then my next concept is something called the elimination chamber. Please, please, no more concepts. You're gonna have to get these treasures off with a toffee hammer later on. <laughs> but no, so we've done all that, and it, it's a proper laugh because it's generally just a bunch of us just taking the piss. Now I'm gonna ask you this: Do you want to be in it? Sorry, to be in what? Do you want to be in the roster, sir? Okay, why not? Okay, short title single. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for a single. You know, I've oh. I'm not as conf- I'm not as confident about my my physique as I may come across. What I'll do is I'll send you uh, I'll send you Carl's entrance later, so you can watch <laughs> it and just try how brilliant it is because it's. <laughs> Oh, his name is Old Man Pierce. I already already have 
people that I know tell me that they think I look like a cross between Dominic and Walter or Gunther as he is now. So if you if oh, that helps your inspiration for how you want to create this character, then better off. That help, that's helped me. That's going to help with Big Sean. No, I'll, I'll create it tonight and I'll send it. That, no, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, do it to, I'll, I'll create it tomorrow and you'll make your debut tomorrow, sir. Okay. Oh, you know, the thing about the comparison people have to Gunther, mostly around the face, but it's somehow more of an insult now that he's in shape. Because now I'm basically, I'm what Walter used to look like now. And they'll say, I'm now the before, he's the after. <laughs> I will say, he looks very good. He looks very good now. He does, yes. He does, he does, he does. Uh, but no, so yeah, so, so Twitch, it's very easy to gain to just, what one thing I'll say, because a lot of people do this, they just focus solely on who's watching, yeah? Mm-hmm. Cares who's watching, just have fun. That's the main yeah. thing. It's like, it's like this, you know, it's the millions of people aren't going to listen to this, but you know, it's just that whoever does listen to it, at least having fun, and they enjoy, they enjoy listening to it. With with Twitch and also you said about the podcast earlier how much easier it was for everybody to do any stuff. We got to do like some big groups things so we did like the quizzes. We kind of managed to make a wee re- semi regular thing for a little while. Mm. How big of factors were like the podcast and Twitch to really giving you something that would that helped you kind of get through like the past couple of years where everything was kind of shut down due to COVID? God, massive help, honestly. Podcasting was probably helped it the most because it was just because it was so easy to do. It was just like you're having a chat with your friends, yeah. and it's and it was it helped massively. Same with Twitch and Discord and stuff like that. It was just really it was just great because every morning you go right, how you doing? You're all right, and it was just checking in on people, which it's I think I think it's neglected now sort of thing mm-hmm. because life's gone back to normal. So like everyone just thinks, oh, you know. Everyone's fine. Everyone's come back to normal. Not really. You know, yeah. it's still it's still here. And it's still shit sometimes. But I think I I, I do. I, I'm not gonna lie. I do sometimes miss the lockdown era. Weirdly, so do I sometimes. Because it was just so easy to do. So because it was so easy to to do these things. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, look, it, it took us nearly what six months to get this thing done. <laughs> It really has. It took us a long time because it's just, all right, when are you free? I'm free Thursday. When are you free? I'm not free Thursday. I'm free Friday. I'm busy Friday. And it was just trying, it was trying to find time. And then obviously I, I go life and up for a little bit. <laughs> but as you said, it was, just, it was like that. It was just easy because what else is there to do? It was either, right, okay, so I'm going to look at my window. I'm going to sit in my back garden. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to come home. And then I'm gonna just play PlayStation or podcasts and stuff like that. That's all it was. There was no, there was no freaking um, that's the word I'm looking for. There was no stress. There was no anything like. It was just really easy. And now it's 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 hard. Like, it baffles it baffles me how I was able because how I was able to do it for, uh, before lockdown. Like mm. I I had no issues at all doing it before lockdown, but now I do for some reason. Because I remember, remember like trying to record, like trying to schedule something. You'd messaged one of the guys about doing something, and you know, if they came back to you and said, "Oh, uh, I'm not free that day," like 
what else have you got to do exactly yeah. at that during that time? Unless you're Rahul and we were all there waiting to to do a quiz, and he said, "Well, I'm watching Interstellar," and we're like, "You know, you know nowadays you have this you know thing like called streaming or DVDs or pause buttons. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. watch it any fucking day. We're in lockdown. You can watch it forty times when we're done here. <laughs> we really, really planning on doing this for like maybe ninety minutes at most. Yeah, you that's know, <laughs> on the fucking call. Exactly, what Liam. Have you heard about Liam's infamous calls that he's had? No. Uh, uh, okay, so, me and Carl, we, we organised this podcast with Liam. Uh, we said, right, be ready for 7 o'clock, yeah? So, it goes okay. to 7 o'clock, me and Carl are in the call, we keep phoning Liam. Liam's late because he's having a call with someone. <laughs> There's another time we're having a podcast, Liam decides to go for a walk. <laughs> Even though he texts us half an hour before the podcast goes, are we still ready, boys? Liam decides to go for a, a walk. And at this he, point, he's, he's two totally miles fucking with you at that point. He's fucking with you. No, no, no. He sent us a picture. He was two miles from his house. So me and Carl had to reschedule to do that with him because he, he was two miles from his house. So we, me and Carl were hungry. Then there was another time <laughs> where he stopped to record it halfway through so he could have some food. <laughs> I think I remember that one. That one I remember. Come here, Carl. What the fuck are you doing? You either eat after or eat before, or mute your mic and eat in between. I know. I've done that, you know. I've done that place. Sometimes when I've got food, I'll mute my mic and have something to eat. And wait, wait, when it's not my time to talk, I'll mute my mic, I'll have something to eat, and I'll just come back. But Liam, Liam doesn't notice these things. Liam, Liam's like smart enough to know to, to, to know these things. You know, because it's been a while, it's been ages since I had Liam on the show, and so I got a little uncertainty. I think I asked him about his relationship with you, but to be fair, it's been that long. I can't remember exactly what he said. So it's nice to get and see your side of things. <laughs> no, this is thing. You know, I, 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 I can't imagine not doing this stuff with him. I think, mm-hmm. I think if I didn't do it with Liam, I think I would have left a long time ago. Wow. I think I would have because it was just I was enjoy, I, I was enjoying doing the football thing with Carl and Rahul, but then Rahul was annoying me because Rahul just wouldn't stop bitching about things. And that's the thing I was saying, you know, it might be a bit controversial to say, but no, he was a bitch. He he whinged and whinged and whinged about things. But what he do is he whinged to Nathan sometimes, which was a bit annoying because you're like, mate, if you got a problem, if you, if you if you disagree with something, just talk to us. We're the ones you have a, you have disagreement with, not other people, but. When, when I got Liam involved, and it was just, it was nice having Liam there, and it just felt like, okay, the final piece is in the puzzle. Yeah. And, yeah, but I will say, because I think with, with Carl and Liam, I think I'd, without them two, I wouldn't be doing podcasting now. So, Jesus, ugh. I know, you're being nice for once. I mean, I'm not going to, you said a fair few things about Liam during this show. I'm not going to ask you too much more about Rahul, because, you know, That'll take us into our next level of expert. I mean, you think he's mean to Liam? Wait till he talks about fucking Rahul. No, I just say Rahul. I just say he just. I I I we just butted heads. I'll just say that we butted heads. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he was. He kept trying to arrange different things podcast wise, and yet more often not the common factor for those things not happening was him. Yeah. Like he was all willing to be on. Uh, retro pay-per-view with me and Jimmy and then didn't tell us till we stopped recording that he hadn't actually watched the show and 
I remember listening back to the show for editing purposes and there were points and I'm like, how did I not spot this guy was talking shit? Because <laughs> there was, was one he- match, he shit on it for like the whole thing when we were actually talking about the moves of it and then we were here with the overall thoughts of the match. He went, well, it's actually, I really enjoyed this. I'll give this a high rate. Like, how, like, how the how it didn't click at that point that he was talking shit. I thought he was just being his usual annoying cell, like trying to be contradictory. I didn't realise because he was just making it up as he went along. Yeah, he did that with he did that with us one week because we had an FA Cup week. So basically with the FA Cup, it does there's a lot of games in the FA Cup for the third round. And we said oh we do a special we'll, we'll talk about the FA Cup. He hadn't watched any of it he hadn't watched any of the highlights. He hadn't watched any of it. So we get to a game. It was a big upset. I think it was like Rochdale beat Newcastle. So you got to think Rochdale like in the, in the, the they're in the lowest tier of league football in England, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Newcastle in the Premier League, and Newcastle lost. And I was talking, oh, what, what the, you know, how does this impact Newcastle? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> and I said, I said that on the podcast. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and it, it, it was kept in. And my my because my uncle at this point, my uncle listens to all of them, that I, all the foot ones that I do, and he listens listen to it. He was in the car, and he went, "How the fuck do you do this with him?" I went, "I don't know." Well, well I really it's annoying that it's almost as soon as we stopped recording, he told us he hadn't watched it because the best moment of that whole call happened when we stopped recording because once he said that, Jimmy just at the top of his voice just yelled, "God damn it, Raul!" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, just, I just paused for a second. I'm like, I just paused for a second. I'm like, are you are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, the, we just spent like almost two hours talking about it. it was I mean it was a UK paper from like '99, but still, if you hadn't yeah. had, if you had, maybe hadn't found the time to somehow watch it, tell us beforehand and we'll reschedule. Or if you didn't want to watch the review, don't ask to be on the show. Oh, here's an idea. Just get it up on Wikipedia. Just type in what happened, girl. What happened? Just talk, just basically bullshit your way through it. But at least you can back yourself up with some notes, <laughs> which it's... you know I've I, I've not done before. No, no, certainly not. We'd never condone that kind of behaviour here in rugby. Things. No, no, no. Plagiarism is wrong. <laughs> so, so, going back a little bit, yeah. uh, you were involved over at the the Phantom Zone, as many of us were. You are. I'm right in saying because Liam kind of hinted towards this, but he said I'd maybe had to ask you. You had kind of a a, one, a main role kind of behind the scenes over there. I was the one who said let's do podcasts. And so, I bet you, I bet you never came to regret that decision. Wouldn't it, I, 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 at the time though, uh, because we did what we wanted, and then when we got when because we. The first episode was always going to be shit because it's three people that spoke to each other speaking together for the first time. Yeah. And you know, it it flowed it flowed well, but there was still the, the awkwardness was there. The second episode was just it's just infamous. It's just so bad. <laughs> because we just it's literally just let we just don't care. And then the more it got on, the more we were just moaned and winched at and just talk more about the women, talk more about the women's matches, talk more about them. How can we talk more about it when they're like two minutes long? How? Yeah. How, how do you want us to do that? No, how How do us talk more about a squash match? We can't do it. And also there was the 
play the right stop phrasing Charlotte Flair. Well, I didn't play Charlotte Flair. Even more, I'm not, if you've got if you've got nothing good to say, just don't say it. Or if you're going to say, if you're going to criticise, do it in a way that's constructive. Don't just um, don't just shit on it all. And that's what mm-hmm. that's what frustrated us over there. And, and I had enough at that point. And then I, I said to him, "Say, mate, I can't do this no more." Because he was very combative. He was very he, he was really really argumentative. And it was uh-huh. you know you know what I'm like. If someone was very argumentative with me, I will be argumentative back. Yeah. And I didn't want to be because you know it was draining, and he just he just wouldn't shut up when I said, "Look, mate." The, 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 it's, it's water under the bridge I'm moving on forgot about it and he kept bringing it up I said mate will you fuck off <laughs> I'm trying to eat my dinner I don't care that you're fucking hurt piss off <laughs> and then he, he carried on and carried on and carried on so I just had to block and then so mate, I just said mate you're just a fucking cunt and blocked him on Facebook and just left it <laughs> and then you know and then me, Assad, and Liam, and Jeff, and Scott, we did our own thing. We did like this wrestling thing. And we did it at a time that wrestling was shit. And we yeah. just couldn't be bothered to do it. And it fell apart. And then that's when I asked you guys if I could come over. Because I approached you. I did. Yeah, I think, I think like the old JK group is me, Jimmy, Nathan, Carl. I think Anthony was involved, even though he wasn't doing bug, I think it, after a couple of months, we started the whole website thing, and he was the one producing the written content. Try to think, mm-hmm. I mean, Ben, you can kind of tie into that because he and Nathan have been doing Naked Men since like almost since the beginning, even before they got the found the name Naked mm-hmm. Men. And, and then I think then you, then Liam, uh, and then obviously it took a while before we brought on new people. Uh, we had Sean, I almost forgot about Sean, I think he was a, an OG member. God, I forgot about him. Oh, he was a snake in the grass, he was. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't really know him as well as you might have. Nah, oh, I, he was a snake. So what he was doing? Because he he was part. Of, he was us as well. So he was. He came over to with us like because he wanted to do some stuff. And what he was doing was he was running back to Lord Dickhead, and he was twisting what was being said. And obviously, he the combative attitude of that person. Just came at all of us with came us with different messages and like we just said, mate, we haven't said any of these things, <laughs> you know. If I said this, if I've got something to say, I'll say it to you. Yeah. And he, as I said, he was just a uh, he was a snake in the grass. So you only get the truth from me, Scott. Only get the truth from me. <laughs> and I'm happy for it. You know, it's called rugged pain. It's called no dogs barred for a reason. Rugged pain and obviously just stuff like. Banjo Mated Podcast, a few other things here and there. You have been involved in some wrestling-related stuff, but you, Carl, and Liam, for a good while, while you had your own little trio while there were other groups in Rugged Pines, you guys were, did seem for a while with me, with me, Jimmy, and Nathan, all of our stuff involved over in wrestling, so it seemed like there was like a wrestling team and a non-wrestling team. So we, mm. you'd been in the other place and you had your own thing as well, which were both wrestling-related, so... Coming away with Rugged Pines, where we can kind of have a broad range of subjects, was it, was it kind of a conscious decision for you to kind of explore and pursue like other like interests that you had in podcast-wise that weren't wrestling-related? Yeah, so I I approached Carl and I said, look, um, so the message was, um, 
um, would you be interested in having me join your team? And I said, look, I want to do more sport-based and more football uh, retrospectives, uh, career retrospectives, which we've done. We've done a few. They're really good. And just do stuff like that or great sporting moments. And um, Carl said, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. So the first podcast I did was um, Carl, Nathan and me. And it was... Uh, some of the greatest sporting moments and it was just nice not being able to talk about wrestling mm. I like wrestling don't get me wrong I, I do but it was just nice not to be pigeonholed with one thing and yeah. and then a couple of months like I, when I got when I when I got comfortable and I got my feet under the table sort of thing I said like do you want to do a weekly football one so Carl said yeah he'll do it um, and then Rahul said he'd do it and I was a bit iffy having Rahul do it Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I was in, in my head. It was more like, okay, so what time going to do it? Because obviously there's a big time gap between where he is and where we are. Uh, and also, I listened to some of them. I said he's very opinionated, uh-huh. which is like myself. So I just think it would it clash, and it did. It clashed big time. <laughs> it really did clash. <laughs> and do, do you hear about that infamous eight point story? I think I've heard versions of our call in the chat at the time. There was a whole thing about points, and you guys would end up them. But I don't know if I know the full story. So please, Rachel, and for those who don't know, honestly, you're going to call him the biggest child in the world. Um, so what I mean, I'm already on board. <laughs> so what it was was we had um, like a we did like a predictions for the for the games that are on so you know correct score got two points and we said who was going to win vice versa and one week Rahul he got he, it was he, he totaled up that he got something right and then he, he didn't because he just didn't get it right he was adamant he did where's my eight points could then we change the point system to it's one point because it got really confusing trying to like toss it all because I could do math but like it was just getting confusing because we didn't I didn't document what the scores were like an idiot so I was trying to figure it all out and Rahul was like where's my points where's my points but mate just shut up shut up you've got points you know it's, it doesn't mean anything you're not getting anything out of it you're not getting money you're not you, you know and he was just adamant that it was going to happen and then he messaged Nathan <laughs> so hey, what's about his pettiness he messaged Nathan regarding oh what my eight points what my eight points and Nathan texted me, go, what the fuck is this about eight points of Rahul? <laughs> and I went, you're being serious? He's messaging. He's like, yeah. And I just, I messaged, because we had our own little group chat sort of thing. And I went, mate, what the fuck are you doing? Just shut up about your eight fucking points. And he just wouldn't let it drop. And then he, he refused to do a podcast with us because he wasn't getting his eight points. So that's fine. Me, me and Cole happily do it. And then, he, <laughs> and, then he, and, then he, and then he, and then he, you know, stopped being a bitch and he did it. And then, yeah, it was from there. And then, as I said, and as I said, Priest, but I'll say again, he, he, he just got better when Liam came on. He did. And how many times can you say Liam made something better? <laughs> Never, that's why he's single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're learning as much about Liam as we are about yourself here. <laughs> <during this function. laughs> no, no, but then he, he did. He just, because it was just, it felt like, and this is no disrespect to Rahul at all, but I wasn't friends with Rahul. And I didn't miss him when he went. Whereas I was, I was friends with Liam and Carl as well. 
And it just felt like that's what it, felt, it just felt like three mates having a chat about football. Yeah, like being friends with like certain members of the group. You and Liam have actually, you know, which is rare for certain members of this group because we're all scattered around about the place. But you two have actually met up in person. You and Liam, um, imagine I can only imagine one of like to see Liam out in the wild. Um, he's weird. <laughs> so what, he, he's he. he <laughs> So he came, he came to Birmingham, and I've never seen the person look more out of place in Birmingham than he did. <laughs> I so, think you knew. I think you knew it was him. Like even if you didn't know where he looked, like he's like, who looks the most out of place? Oh, there's the Liam. wee posh boy, Liam. <laughs> so we had. He came with. He had a leather jacket on. He had a leather jacket on, a, 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 fl- a flannel shirt that was uh, dark. It wasn't like a red and black one. It was like a. Tweed, I'm mean, a tweed esque flannel shirt. Jesus uh, he, he had a backpack on, he had smart trousers and big, massive shoes, like big, big dress shoes, sort of thing. And I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe like taking the piss, but you know. And he walks, he, uh, he looked like a, a giraffe that's out of proportion, the best way I can describe him. So he's He's just, Jesus he just fucking Christ. He, he just he just bump, he just bounds along, and me and Asad went. Me and Asad went. That, 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 no, that's not real. And it was. It's how we walked. And yeah, so he stayed at my house. Is, 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 it, is it similar? It's just watching him walk. Is it similar to when Rachel finds out how Phoebe actually runs? Yes. In that episode? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly it. So we just went. I'm not walking with him. <laughs> and, then, so, and then me and Liam run through a fountain so Burnham was a fountain we run through it together holding hands and then um, in slow motion we, I imagine because it, 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 I had vans on so I had to run quick because it was, it was sweeping through my shoes so I ran quick and then went, we obviously went to walk him out and watched it and it was a laugh it really was a laugh and then um, it was a really good show as well the debut of The Fiend that's the uh that was a show that we we went to, and um, yeah, it was honestly it was it was a good laugh. It was a good time, and then he stayed at my house. So he he I slept on the floor. He slept in the bed, and I slept with one eye open because I don't trust him. Because then we keep making jokes about what happened. Cause he keeps going, oh, oh, your bedsheets are a bit sticky. The next time they're going, oh no. Oh, no. I'm so I'm sorry to let I'm sorry to let him in your house, let alone your fucking beds. I know he stayed in my house. Then, uh, he, he was lovely, and then you know we 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 planned to meet up more, but then obviously COVID happened, and you know just mm-hmm. find time and stuff like that. And um, no, we, we'll have to do something again yeah, because we we spoke about doing it. It's just it's speaking about it and then it's putting it into uh, action. Because yeah. I've only met one member of the Rogue Opinions team. And person, well, I met a new Sam, the female Sam, who's I don't know who, but that was before. But like since joining in the actual main Rugged Pains like team, I've met one member of the team in person out in the wild. It was a person I least expected because I went down to watch an Oldham game when I was in Manchester and I thought to, <laughs> and I was in a, we were in a pub before and, and I managed to bump into Anthony. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anthony, see, <laughs> I love Anthony. I I am in three group chats with Anthony. Three group chats with him. 
And I've never spoke, I've spoken to him a couple of times because we played a couple of games on. Like, we played Cards Against Humanity and stuff like that. And he is one of the funniest people I've ever I've ever spoken to. He really is. He, oh, he kills me. Because we're, I can't say what we're part of. We're part of a group that talk about football and UFC. And all I'm going to say is our nicknames in this group are something cunt. That's our, that's our thing. And we just, honestly, it's it's relentless, the humour in there. And then we, yeah, we're part of the Formula 1 one, which Nathan was part of for five minutes and we kicked him out because he kept making stupid comments. And obviously they're part of the Rugby Opinions one. And I'm, I'm trying, I've tried my hardest to get into podcast, And I might try again to get to do 501 because I genuinely think I could pick this five that he'd put in. And I would go all in because we agree a lot. But yeah, Anthony's brilliant. I, I was shocked to see him there because I think we, I had heard the, I assumed he might be there because you know, it's old and that sees. That's one of the few things I know about me. He's a supporter of old and everything. And... Like he's he's part of like a listeners leave this like fancy wrestling draft that we do over at ASR and most of the guys from that podcast are who I was there with because it was when the guys died too. And then one of them came up to me and says, You know Anthony Fitz, Fitzpatrick, don't you? I went, Aye, how? I went, he's over there. And so I just <laughs> and so I just started chatting to him and I had to quickly dash off because the rest of my group started leaving out to the, the stadium. But no one told me that we were leaving. So I had to chase after all of them. <laughs> no, because you went the day they were right, didn't you? Huh? You went the day they rioted, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. And we all and we've all debated since we how whether or not we should have all went on the pitch. I'm gonna ask you a question. Was that your first ever football game? No, no, no. I've been to a few Rangers games back in the day. Oh, okay, Rangers scum. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Rangers fan through association. I don't care about football, but I come from a Rangers family, so... Oh, I'd keep that quiet, I would. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I... I really don't give a fuck anymore. See, that's the thing. So I, 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 I love football. It's annoying how much I like it. It really is. It's like, it's like, it's like you and wrestling. It's not me and football. I was going to say, it's, it's very similar to how me and many other people probably feel about wrestling. I'm going to ask you a question. If I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question? Well, it's a free country, so... <laughs> um, are you happy Vince has gone? Uh, yes and no. Well, I mean, I don't... It's sad the way he inevitably went, because under the whole show of controversy, not surprising that there was such controversy, but... It's sad that I had to go this way, and not a case of like he's decided, oh, it's now is the right time, and I'm going to pass this over and everything. Even though we're all sure that probably wasn't going to come, and he would just, if it was up to him, he would have worked until the day he died. Yeah. But, having said that, I watched SummerSlam with my brother. We I went around his, we watched it live, and I think it's one of the better pay per views, W ones I've seen. Like WrestleMania, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed Night One, Night One of WrestleMania better than Night Two, but Night One of WrestleMania and this year's SummerSlam the two best WWE shows I think I've seen this year. So, yeah. and Triple H has a lot to do with that. I'm sure, I know there's other people involved in not just Triple H, but Triple H is the one with in the highest position. So, it's given me a lot more interest in what's going to come in the next you know few months in that Vince is going. So I'm glad that you know he let us so that we get something different. I just wish he could have been under better circumstances. 
And I'm sorry I had to sit firmly on the fence there. I mean, I'm not one of these people who say, oh, fuck off, old man, because, you know, I do feel like what Vince has done, you know, in recent years and, you know, mistakes he's made has clouded the fact that, you know, he wasn't always like this. You know, he has had a lot long periods of being, you know, like on ball with certain decisions. Without Vince McMahon, this conversation wouldn't be happening. Absolutely. I mean, I did a podcast a couple of years ago. It was about like we were doing a men's and women's Mount Rushmore wrestling, right? I won the last, yeah. like, surprised to everybody else by saying Vince. And then you didn't need to argue because we basically argued at Forum and inevitably Vince went in because we were like, none of these other people that we're talking about probably would be going in or even considered for a Mount Rushmore if Vince didn't give them the opportunity that they had. No, exactly. No, he, he, as I said, I've, said, I've had this conversation with lots of people because they said, oh, great, the Vince McMahon's gone. But without Vince McMahon, those conversations wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't know majority of people I know now without Vince McMahon and the WWE. But I am, I am happy. I'm happy he's gone because then it gives, it's a, it gives like breath of fresh air to WWE because it just seems a lot better. I watched Raw. Raw was really good. And SummerSlam was great. I will say Logan Paul star. Yeah. Logan, Paul, Logan Paul in two matches is better than Dominic Mysterio over two years. <laughs> you know what? As I say, like, I could, you know, there are very few people, you know, he's one of the few people since Kurt Angle, I think, that's took into wrestling as, as quickly. You know, he's, I think he's up there in terms of big people who just came in. Because obviously, he had, the people have been talking about how in high school he used to wrestle and he's done the boxing. So he is, you know, very athletic, so of course he's going to, you know, pick up easier than you and I if we just stepped into a ring randomly. Yeah. So I definitely would like to see more of him, and I was shocked that he had one of my favourite matches of the bloody of WrestleMania that weekend when he, when he had the match with the Mezzi game with the very expensive Pokemon card around his neck. So, like you said, I'm happy to see, like, because I think we, we were due something different in the WWE for a long time, so if Vince had to go in order to facilitate that, then I'm happy yeah. that we got, to, we got to see that. Right, exactly. Because I've been meaning to ask you how much real wrestling you were watching because uh, at the moment, because for a brief period, it took you a while to really get, I don't want to say get on board, but you know, find stuff that you liked about AEW because I think that was another source of tension between you and Liam because he loved well, the AEW when it started. You weren't the biggest of fans, how's, how's that opinion changed? I don't like it again. <laughs> to be fair, it hasn't been the best. You know, what I mean, it's, double or nothing. I, I was such a fucking drag. There is one thing wrong with AW, and it, it's it's Tony Khan. Mm. I I fucking hate the man. Uh, he's not even a man. He's a fucking child. He's a man child who's just sport with daddy's money. And why I didn't like it is because Liam just, oh, he was just, he was a fucking mark for it. He was a proper mark going, oh, you know, look at, look at this obscure Japanese women's wrestler that no one's ever heard of doing well. Mate, if, if she was that good, I would have heard of her. You know, I know, I, I, I know who some of them are. Um, this really, 23 years old, a name, not a name, it's 23 years old, but she's 23. She's incredible. And, you know, I, I, never, I never heard of Riho or people like that. And then Liam was just like going on about him and all this. And then, oh, uh, uh, literally just doing things to Kenny Omega's balls. Like, 
Give me that <laughs> I'm just like, oh, mate. No. And he just, and I, I, I was, I, I, I was almost NXT. I think NXT was better. And, and I just think AEW now was just, it feels very TNA 2010 when TNA was at its peak. I mean, I've had evidence of AEW. There's still things uh, I like about it, but they have to feel it like other than Forbidden Door, which was really good. Which you know, New Japan, I think, had a big part to do that. But you know, double or nothing. That was far too many fucking matches. People were getting fucking injured. Some of Tony Khan's decisions in terms of like basically just ghosting people when they don't want to resign is not the best way to go about things and like no. with, like him tweeting out that thing when I'm happy to be like the longest ever like CEO of a wrestling company like the day Vince retired he tweeted that mm-hmm. and then plugged Rampage and the best response to that I heard was like one of the guys from Call of said that Tony Khan clearly spent so much time reading tweets if he got to read the room yeah that, that's that's what he does he just he just as I say he's, just, he's, a, he's an absolute tit and did you have you seen when he keeps going on about viewerships and he keeps going on about um, attendances and everything like that, does he not see that people leave his shows like halfway through? Does he, does he not see this? And does he not see that the fact that Raw pulled in, I think, four times as many viewers as uh, Dynamite does? And it just, if if you're really going to come at them with like, ratings and stuff like that, yeah, you're never going to beat them. And I think that's, that fact is... At one stage, I could watch. I, I could watch both. I could watch both. I could enjoy both. Now, I, I can't enjoy AEW because it's uh, it's just him. He, he's very off putting. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, I do I like William Regal. I like I like William Regal. I like the the Blackpool comeback club. That's it. If you're looking for a new podcast, listen to William Regal's podcast is just excellent. He's mm. usually throwing in old English jokes that his American co-host often doesn't understand or float right over his head. I could listen to William Regal <laughs> talk all day. He, he, threw in a, he threw in a, a joke I remember hearing Peter Keitel years ago. He's on, he was talking about pizza. He goes, no, I ordered a pizza last night. I ordered a thin and crusty supreme and Diana Ross turned up. <laughs> and that went right over the American's head. <laughs> uh, I think he laughed at that more than he did some of the other ones I've seen. Because he No, I love William Regal. I really do. I think he's incredible. But then, like, it's yeah, it's exciting to be a wrestling fan again. I'm not. I'm not yeah. going to be as avid as I was before, but I, I'm certainly going to be more intrigued more than anything because I get lot yeah I don't watch wrestling that much I'm 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 a fi- I'm a filthy casual fan. Oh, he's one of them. He's one of those. I'd rather, I'd rather watch fake fighting like UFC. So I used to I used to used to think the UFC was real, like pro wrestling. It's just fake, mm. like boxing. Oh, it's just fake and shit. Nah, it's great. I love the UFC. <laughs> Well, well, you might want to hit up Rian if you're looking for a new project because Rian talked about in his episode how he's been looking to do podcasts and a bit UFC, but he can't find anyone to do it with. No. <laughs> I, I don't want a podcast about UFC. I don't. Well, <laughs> but, well, that, well, that does take me into... 
<laughs> we should have fucking idea down playing this. But that does get me to uh, another question I have, and I think I think the last question I have. Um, now that you are kind of back and or at least open to be, is there any like things you're looking to pursue in the world of podcasting now that you're trying to like dip your toes back into rogue opinions? I just easing myself back into because there was a, there was a time with Rugby Pins where he was just, he was I felt like I was doing every other podcast, mm-hmm. and I, I mean without I I was I can't say without me would you say there's a t- uh, you and Carl partnership with podcasting because you know it was I started the Mandalorian podcast with Carl and then I just gave up because I didn't want to do it no more because it was just. Yeah. It was it was draining. In fact, I was doing Bands in Munich. I was doing Five Hundred One. I was doing fucking raccoons on tour with Liam, and I was doing that. I'm just like, I can't be bothered to do this anymore. Because <laughs> I think it was going to be like a, I was going to be on a couple of shows, or it was going to be a, a three man thing going forward from episode four onwards. Me, you, and, and Carl, and then mm-hmm. uh, we, we just assumed you were going to be off that one episode, and then you just you just. Like you went for a pack of cigarettes and you never came back. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went for. Oh, I'm, I'm, I was like my dad. I went for some milk and I just left. Um. Like, but yeah, like because me and Carl got to do some other stuff like wrestling wise because Carl like was willing to fill in because nobody else really wanted to talk about wrestling with me. And then we did the Mandalorian stuff. And then we got to the end of Mandalorian. And we're like, you know, we've we've podcasted more than we had been doing before, and like we're really enjoying this. We want to keep this going, and also. Because we'd done that quiz ages before where we decided, fuck it, we'll be called Team Godfather because we reviewed an episode of SmackDown where the Godfather did well and we were and we were mm-hmm. building the Godfather up as the greatest of all time. And so just while doing Mandalorian, we just kept building up the legend of Team Godfather. And then, yes, that helped burst podding any easy. But as a result, now that you, you buggered off, now I'm the one on every other fucking show. <laughs> and um, that's why I need you back. I need you to take some of the, the burden here, hold some of this. Well, this is the thing. It's like I feel like there was sometimes that there, there was always a bit where it was one of us was doing the majority of everything, and it was getting to a point where okay, so four, say four episodes came out in a week, and you're on three of them. It's like oh for fuck's sake, mm-hmm. like it's it's going to be like an overload of your voice, not your. I'm just saying not yours. I'm just saying in terms of yourself. Yeah. Like, it's your voice went three times in a week. You just like fuck off. I, I I have to listen to my voice every day. I don't listen to it on the fucking podcasts so it's it just came to that and i just I, and yeah i just i felt i just felt like i just didn't want to do it that's what it was i just felt like i just did not want to do that anymore because i was just it was it's not just that it was it was finding time i know, I know it's only like a 45 minute show but it's finding time to watch a mandalorian it was finding that and it was just because back at work and i was i was kind of like like going back to like a normal social life or trying to anyway, it was just hard finding the time to, to mesh everything together. So that's why I was, I just said, I don't want to do it no more. And then I kind of regret it now because I wanted to cover Kenobi. And yeah. Well, if you, you should have reached out to us, we'd have loved to have had you on. I, I, I didn't think, because that's the thing I just didn't think because I was just watching it. And uh, would you say it's the best thing they've done? Disney with Star Wars because I, I think it is I think episode 5 and 6 are just perfect episode 5 and 6 were amazing like every episode except for the 4th one the 4th one was kind of oh, just okay for me because 
I felt like they'd done a lot of stuff in that episode that you'd see, and not just Star Wars, but every kind of thing of that genre. They're all, oh, we need to yeah. sneak into a facility and rescue someone. Yeah. But I, I think that and Mando are like the two best Star Wars things they've done in a long time. Like they're both kind of up there on that same like levels. And, and maybe I'll wait to see what happens in Mando season three before I judge if I'd put Kenobi above it or not. Uh, there's already been a Mandalorian season three. The book about the fit. No, it's season two and a half. Um, no, it was season... It was just Mandalorian, though, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Then it was just... I mean, they didn't need to call this Boba Fett. They just put... They called it Boba Fett to get Boba Fett in it. Yeah. Um, but I just... I, I, the, the best thing about... If I could just talk about episode six is... Um, you know, when, when Kenobi... Spoiler alert, people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've not watched it, just go away now. Um, <laughs> so when Kenobi slices the, the helmet, I make it bad. When he smashes the helmet open, not his. Oh God, dickhead! You made it worse. <laughs> All right, when he when he cracks one off on the helmet, and um, there we are. Last that last Rujo. But look, when so when you, you see Anakin's face, yeah, I love the. I, 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 you might just be me picking up the little subtle thing. So. When Anakin was talking, you saw the blue light of Obi Wan's mm-hmm. lightsaber, but then when Vader spoke, it went back to red. Ah, I noticed that. I, I, I noticed it, but then it felt like Anakin was saying to Obi Wan, It's not your fault. I know. I think it, it cuts back to. It goes back to something uh, years ago from like Return of the. Return of the Jedi, where it's like, Well, I told you one version, but from a certain point of view, it's true. Because for years, people were joining, like, oh, you know, your father was killed by Darth Vader when everyone's like, we saw the prequels, you fucking killed him in Disney Tell. And then he's like, no, like, it's like the crew had said, no, actually, what Alec Guinness said all these years ago was true from yeah. a certain point of view. It was, it was. Cause that, that's the thing, I think, because I still said my favourite character in all Star Wars is Darth Vader, because there's so much they can do with him. And I really do hope after watching, after they've seen how great was because I'm not being horrible I'm not being fully saying this I only watch Kenobi to see Vader <laughs> and I think a majority people, I think a majority of people did that and I know that Christensen's in Ahsoka so Anakin Skywalker is going to be in Ahsoka which is going to be great and then mm. I just hope they give Vader his own show Oh, that'd be very interesting because, I mean I'm wondering how many how many avenues do we go? Because me and Gra were talking about uh, like that period between Revenge of Sith and the original trilogy. I mean, you had Vader in Rogue One, you had him in a pop up in the animated show Rebels, you had him pop up in this. Like, how much more of what he did between that time do we need to see? Well, no, because there's a bit where he goes to see Padme, because he he does see Padme, and then you can see how he. So there's a bit where he could do where he he's just turning to Vader how he makes his lightsaber, how he does all this stuff, because it's, it's in the comics, it's there to go. Mm-hmm. So it, you can do stuff with him, and also there's the there's the alternate timelines, things that they've got, so you've got Super Luke and Sith Luke's there as well, and and yeah, it just would be great, but I just think that the, the, the best thing about that whole episode is when he, the whole series, when he pulls out the ship, that's just beautiful. It's well, beautiful, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So I, I like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, that was a long and short of it. Yeah, uh, but 
So, you know, me, me and Carl would love to have you, you know, come back on mm-hmm. and review. Me and Carl would love to have you back on at some point to review something. I mean, we're, me and him are currently making our way through the boys before we we go on a She-Hulk, which is dropping very soon. So, oh, or if, if anything, or if there's anything that comes up that you fancy, like, talking about either Star Wars, wait-wise or anything else, so we'll, we'd love to have you I've, I've had an idea for the Star Wars thing. Um, I want to do like a ranking system with Star Wars. Yeah, we so already we did, me and Carl did our ranking thing. I think it was before Kenobi came out. No, was that with shows and films? Yeah, we did the shows. Ah, and the no, 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 no. I'm I'm thinking about the characters. Oh, I know you beat man. Yeah. So yeah, characters. So obviously, I'm just using. The, the the ones from the nine, and I may bring in some from TV shows. Maybe a long podcast, but yeah. I'm down for doing that. But yes, yeah, so that, see, look, it's nice the fact that you know I haven't had these ideas in a long time, and I feel like I have got these ideas again. It's lovely. I actually feel mm-hmm. motivated to do them again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you know, it's good to hear you know feeling not busy and having ideas because sometimes you know you do need to go away to get you know the the creative juices flowing again. Hmm. Can't really hear off, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure we can we can arrange, make arrangements and tell Carl mm. bring the bottle to piss in because or mute your microphone because we're gonna be here a while and you, as he's saying, I can't sit through long films. I do long podcasts too long. I'm an older man. I need to I need to talk about every hour. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be at least a two hour podcast night, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, go to ours or into McLeod Overtime, which is a phrase that's suddenly a thing there amongst Roga Pickens <laughs> that Rian has, has coined. Yeah, I've, I've already drank my beer, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, more, it's mainly me nattering off. Oh. But, it's been great to talk to you again. Thank you for doing this. It's great we finally got the time to arrange it. Uh, good to have you back. Are you still doing your Twitch? Do you want to plug your Twitch or anything else before we go? Yeah, no, honestly, no. Thank you, thank, thank you for having me on. And honestly, mate, doing this, uh, it's just, as I said, it's just it's it's made me want to do it again. It's just nice to sit down, have this chat, and just do these things. So yeah, no, thank you for having me on. Uh, Twitch, um, so my Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash Saunders nine four nine five. I do it every Saturday or Sunday at seven o'clock. Uh, wait, it's, uh, it's it's wrestling. It's two K twenty two. It's my own wrestling company called two- OTF Wrestling. So uh, <laughs> on the floor wrestling because for, for some unknown reason two K twenty liked having everything out on the floor, so we just kept it as that. <laughs> but uh, no, that that that's it really. I yeah, just twitch and also um, I don't no, I don't really do Twitter anymore, so no, I, I delete Twitter. So. Probably a smart decision. But so thank you. Make sure you guys go back and check out all Rogue Pains podcasts in our back catalog if you find something really worth to listen to listen back to past episodes of No Rogue's Bard. Go check out Room Five O One with Victor Finley Martin, myself, various people from the Twitch community. You know, find out why it won such an accolade as the Rogue Pains second anniversary podcast award for <laughs> God, that was more of a mouthful than I thought it would be. <laughs> wait, wait, that, no, that, no. That, that, um, 
that award is sitting proudly on my shelf. Yeah. It's in the shape of a golden place, like, in case you people didn't know. I'm not, I'm not going to make the joke. I'm really not going to. No, I'm not making it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make, yeah, I'm not going to make it because, it, yeah, it, it's me. So. Check out the Louis Shows, all the other stuff we got on back here, Bantry Munich, everything else we got going on here, the stuff for everyone here. And follow Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram. You can get me as Comic Code 1986 if you feel so inclined. Follow me on Twitter, just don't follow me on. Thank you. We'll check it out. And Reese. I like that one. That's <laughs> oh, cool. Don't follow me home. Uh, no, no. Thanks, Scott, for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for me as well, and hope to speak to you again very soon. Yes, cool, definitely. Bye.